Welcome to the Sift Pop Spoiler episode. Can I do the theme song this time? Yep, go. <clears throat> it's the spoilers. That was good. Thank you. We change the spoiler theme song every time, so you're not expecting it. <laughs> Something like that. So you're not. So we don't give anything away. So we don't give anything away. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to take your role. I'm sorry right. about that. Uh, we saw the movie Allegiant, which yeah. is the third movie in the Divergent series. So we're not going to go into a lot of the basics that we hit in the regular podcast. You can listen to the podcast proper if you want to hear that stuff. But we did want to kind of touch on some spoiler stuff uh, in case you've seen the movie and kind of want to have that conversation. In this movie, um, what's been what's interesting is you've got these characters we've been following for the first two movies, and now they have made a decision that they're going to leave the city of Chicago, where they've their home, it's all they've ever known, and they're going to go beyond the wall because they were invited at the very end of this last movie when Triss, you know, goes and does those series of tests which are all genetic tests to see if her DNA is quote-unquote pure. And that's the whole concept of this movie is now we're introducing another term to describe the people <laughs> of this world, pure and defective? Or yeah, damaged. Damaged. I want, I want to talk about this because it's not to the movie's credit that I, I really don't know if I'm right about what this movie is saying. So I'm going to tell you what I thought it was saying. You tell me if you thought the same thing or okay. thought something different. Okay. I think what happened was... If I'm understanding the movie correctly, is that on Earth, they were doing genetic experimentation, test, experimentation and testing. And not just that, but they were to the point where they were selling it to people. People could to, choose their to own. To improve themselves. Right. You know, uh, Gattaca style, if you've ever right. seen the movie Gattaca. Um, and what happened was it started impacting the DNA in a way that you couldn't get it right. If you if you emphasized uh, the intelligence. Honest, intelligence, it was... Too it took away your ability to, for emotion or something. Yeah, something like that. You swung the other direction. You emphasize one thing. So what I'm understanding is that the people who are quote unquote damaged are the subjects who were tested on or experimented on or said altered. they want or altered in some way. And so now their DNA is out of whack in a way that makes them damaged. See, that's unclear for me too. Because... And we apologize if this is confusing. It's obviously confusing watching the movie. Uh, when Triss and Four and the group get to the next city and begin to to learn more about this part of the plot, mm -hmm. I get confused because we're we're kind of shown that there could be something more happening here. Mm -hmm. Are the pure, aka genetically pure people, the ones that change their DNA to be pure, and the rest of them are damaged, no. or is it flipped around to where I, I got? I got the impression that what they're trying to do is undo the mistake. Yeah. Meaning that everyone who everyone who is in Chicago is an experiment. Basically, Chicago is like a Petri dish. Mm -hmm. And they take anyone with damaged DNA and they stick them in there to try to figure out if there can be anyone that is naturally born in a natural society with pure DNA. Um, it's so confusing. That, did, that, that didn't alter themselves in the past in some kind so so basically seeing if the if human if humanity can correct itself by having good genetics in the sense that i get is that this this person jeff daniels character outside the wall called is getting, david is getting funding from from the, another this organization, other city another city the a bigger city where pure people only live yeah providence providence is the name of the main city that we don't have we only see once and we only see it through a window and I think if I if I saw it correctly, when David and Tris go to Providence to talk about how, hey, 
in Chicago, we got one pure person. Here it is. Her name is Tris. So the experiment is working. I want to extend my funding. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of the, the idea there. Um, when they flew from the second city, we'll call it Chicago the first city, uh, where David... Which is funny because its technical nickname is Second City. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Chicago's nickname is the Second City. Uh, so we'll say Chicago. Uh, David's realm or where he is kind of like in charge of is at Chicago O'Hare Airport. Yeah. Okay, so... O'Hare. We have O'Hare. So when they go from O'Hare to Providence, uh, they take a helicopter, spoiler, a helicopter... And they, I think he pushes a button that says pure city. Yeah, he does. Okay. He does. So I, to me, that indicates that in Providence, everyone there has pure DNA. Only allowed to go there if you have pure DNA. Right. Which is also indicated on O'Hare, where you you scan your wrist and mm-hmm. only pure people are allowed in certain areas. Yeah. So anyhow, the, the, whole, the whole thing is that Chicago is seen as an experiment and there is a civil war breaking out in Chicago uh, and even though Four and Tris and Peter and Caleb have broken out of Chicago to go see what is beyond the wall and they go to O'Hare, they come up against all these other circumstances. They're still at play what is right and what is wrong. All right. A couple things. One, it is confusing to me, as we've already mentioned, what this experiment is, what it's supposed to do. Tris is obviously the result. But if everybody else is like Tris, what, like what are they... They're just trying to prove that people can come back. They're trying to prove that I think that people who live in Chicago, that the result of their um, continuing to breed can result in pure okay. humans. Okay. I don't want to spend any more time on that. I just, That's I don't, what know, I'm assuming. I, I don't understand That's it. I don't get it. I don't want to spend any more time on it. The other thing I wanted to mention, spoiler-wise, in their escape, since that's kind of where we are in the story is, you know, right at the beginning. Over the wall. We didn't talk about the mob scene really much at all. Pretty much the opening scene, which is showing that there's a new, uh, that after the fall of the previous government, now there's this new government forming. And the same, you know, the cliche of, oh, we're falling into the traps that the other leaders Mm -hmm. were in. How crazy is the bloodlust of this crowd? Like, where did that come from? Can I tell you the, where I think it came from? I'll tell you where I think it came from. The people who are represented in this mob scene uh-huh. are the ones that have been rejected by all of the, uh, the divergent or the um, yeah, candor sure. and all. So they did. They're factionless. Yeah. So they're already angry. But that's not what I see in human history. When dictators fall, when people fall who have been sub, you know, sub subjected, uh, yeah, whatever, subservient, or yeah, whatever, yeah, other people, that other people doesn't then rise up and like take them all out. Like you look at like you know Nazi Germany with the Jews or you know whatever. Let's talk it's, about Trump. Um, yeah, or Trump, or Trump. Let's but say see, Trump. He's he's so, he's overreacting to. But I'm saying if he were over something and the other team finally. You gets know, a chance. Gets a chance. Like that repeating the same mistake. I just don't. I see it in human history over time, like where you forget what happened, but immediately it doesn't happen that way. No. And, and so it was well, just. It seemed, there was a choice to be made, and the wrong choice was made. You've got yeah. two leaders. You've got um, Evelyn, which is Four's mother, and then you have the other leader from. Her name is Johanna, and she was. Uh, the leader of like the more peaceful one mm-hmm. and they're all supposed to, these new leaders are supposed to stand unified and then, and put to trial 
the people who made the mistakes from mm-hmm. previous and they end up just murdering them. Yeah, I have the same problem with uh, Hunger Games, by the way. They did the exact same thing yeah. where all of a sudden the new people get in power and they do the same thing yeah. as the old people. They wanted it's just to like, punish. I, it's just I, they, I, it, it, it was it like, makes it yeah. makes a nice story yeah it makes a nice plot yeah. but it just doesn't seem real to me but you know what that's that's what you you kind of see in this is there's just like a lot of simple plots you know you even have a moment where Tris and four who have been in a relationship for a while now um have like a moment when they're like pulling away from each other because Tris is supposed to be you know working with this new guy david to try to prove that mm-hmm. she is a positive uh example of how the experiment in chicago means that all those people in Chicago should be allowed to, you know, exist there, et cetera, et cetera. And so she is trying to work with David to do what she thinks is right. Um, and four suddenly is just like not okay with that. Uh, and he's suspicious of everything that's going on with reason, but they didn't do a good job of developing that reason. Yeah, how did he know? The only thing that we have to go on is that there's a couple of new characters that we have in front of us who are giving shady looks. But those <laughs> shady looks could be one or the other. It's really not clear why and they're both shady. of them end up being good. Both of them end up being like, you know, like we want to, to help you uh, to escape from O'Hare or whatever, you know, but the, like, it's not really ever clear to us until they make their decisions, which maybe that's good storytelling. I don't know. But it was confusing to, to kind of be a part of. The other thing I wanted to mention, spoiler-wise, during the escape, the most cliche character death I've seen in the a first long escape time. From, yeah. from Chicago. Yeah, over the, when they're going over the wall. That whole thing where everybody's going, oh, we made it. Oh, we're all going to be okay. Everything's all right. Mm-hmm. And then the gunshot and the person. Like, who in the theater didn't know that was coming? Nobody. Like, I mean, everybody knew that was everybody coming. Everybody knew that, that was coming. coming. Yeah, and one of the main so characters. That takes so much of the sting out of it. Yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah, that one did. really frustrated me. There was me. a lot of cliche moments in this. And, and that's kind of what I think they lean on. I think the wow factor of this is supposed to be the really cool environment that we're in and a lot of the tech, which still falls apart. I I have I have to go from memory only and I have a faulty memory, but I believe in the description of how like um in O'Hare they have super advanced technology. Super, <laughs> super, super, super advanced technology. Our surveillance technology is beyond anything you've ever known. And we see examples of this over and over and over again. Uh from them being disinfected after their time in I guess like a radioactive wasteland. <laughs> yeah. Where you turn orange. Apparently. Um, and it rains blood. And it rains like a red acid blood thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so they have this interesting way of, you know, decontaminating you that's really advanced. And then they have advanced weaponry. And four at one point in time is learning how to use this weaponry. And they have these drones. And so we're seeing kind of how these drones work. And it's like, you know, activate with your left hand. Well, when Tris gets to use it later on and she's being instructed how to use these drones, she activates it with her right hand. She uses for sure 100 percent. She uses a different hand than what (laughs) she was just shown. So that's that. Those kind of inconsistencies make me nuts. Um, And why would it matter (sighs) if you're going to invent something that amazing? Like, how would you not be able to control? How would you not be able to control it with your mind, with everything you can do in this world? Oh, yeah. Including astral projection and spying. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. It was and, very and ridiculous. And when you're in that machine and you're seeing, you can put yourself anywhere in anywhere Chicago. Anywhere in Chicago that you want. And, and, and stand 360 v- virtual reality style. Yeah, but but you're sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Like, what? how does that even, and I just, anyways, the technology is ridiculous. Another another inconsistency that was ridiculous is there's this gas that's introduced in I this I want to one talk about that too. That's the specific one I wanted to talk about. Where they give the kids this gas. So, okay, uh, O'Hare goes to what they call the fringe. These are people who have found a way to live in this toxic wasteland. 
And they go and they quote unquote help by removing the children so they have a chance to live. And the children are taken to the capital. It's they're not taken to Providence. They're not taken to O'Hare and they're not taken to Chicago. They, they call it something else. They're mm-hmm. taken to the council or take they're taken somewhere. I don't we, know. we don't even know where that is. I don't know. Which was so stupid because it was so predominantly part of the storyline mm-hmm. that they should have tried to show us some example of what they're talking about. Yeah. And uh, they give them a gas to give them a, uh, they, they tell the kids it's for, you know, some kind of a disinfectant, disinfectant or something. It's amnesia though. But yeah, it gives them amnesia. The same gas is used later on by Evelyn on her husband, who we remember because he was the one that used to beat four. Um when that gas is given to the adult, he has like a mental breakdown. It's almost like a mental hell reminiscent of when they used to do uh, the testing for whether or not like what faction you were going to be in in the first oh, movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, oh, maybe that was what it was where you're you're having like um, visions. Uh, yeah. Some sort of weird vision. So he has this weird vision where things are like burning a little bit and there's ashes falling and then he has no memory. Um this gas is then used to try to wipe out the entire city by David, the leader of O'Hare, uh, to reset the experiment rather than go in and try to save them from civil war. He's just like, let's just reset the experiment and start over again. Um, it produced Trist once. It'll do it again. We just wipe everybody's memory. I'm thinking, uh, did these kids have when the kids had the gas? Did they have a terrible, you know, vision uh, like uh, I'm LSD guessing. trip. Yeah, I think so. You know, and did, where everything burns away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's their memories. Their burning memories away. are burning away. That yeah. was the visual. I thought they were just having an acid trip or something. <laughs> like yeah. that's terrible. Okay, I understand that now. Yeah, okay. it's burning the memories away. If my thing with the gas in that end scene because when they release it when to they the release whole it, city, it's just like what really, uh, it really. Yeah. Number one is so, just a slight so whiff bad. of this gas going to do something? Does it have to be concentrated? Also, it just seems to be kind of hanging on the floor. I think everybody's safe. Like, you're just walking through it. Everybody's running through it. It's not doing anything. Didn't seem to be. Didn't seem, like, I was just, and then when they turn it off, what what's moving it out of the way now? Like, why is it is not it dangerous now? System? Is there, yeah, is there a ventilation, you know, you did, you, when you were thinking of this, you know, fail safe where you could make everybody forget everything, you know, you also had a way to, you know, suck it all back in or. I think these are the questions that the people who are trying to put this movie together had to come up with the answers to, because if you're reading the book and if this is source material, I have not read the book. I do not know if this is source material, but I'm assuming in the book, this is part of what happens. They're thinking these same plot hole questions. Mm-hmm. How do you gas an entire city? You know, when the gases start to shoot from all these towers, it's like, okay, were those there the whole time? We just never noticed them before. Like, oh, they they work. You, we just thought that everything was broken in this, yeah. you know, city. But no, it's all, you know, very active and it's lined with the ability for O'Hare to spy on every aspect of everyone's life 100%. Like, mm-hmm. they can be anywhere at any time, It's which is super creepy. Like, that's genuinely creepy. Yeah. Um, but this Which whole they gas, didn't go into, by the way, how creepy that is. It's really like because David's like, surprised. I was there at your birth. And I was actually like, surprised oh that they didn't have a moment where Miles Teller was using it for, you know, his own personal reasons, you know, going. Peter? Yeah, Peter yeah. was spying on somebody or something. I was actually kind of surprised they didn't do that. So props to them. Right. <laughs> yeah. But the, the yeah, the entire buildup of this is that, you know, uh, tr- P- uh, sorry, rather, David, the bad guy, is going to release this. So now. The gas is being released. It's only been released partially. And when we're assuming when all of this tank, you know, is gone, that the entire city will be 
have had enough of a dose that they're not going to be able to crazy. remember anything. Which, if you think about trying to gas an entire city that is has open air, <laughs> I know it's, it, it's I don't understand. So ridiculous to think about. Um, and they're cont- they're trapped inside of an environment. So those who would be inside, you would think would have have really gotten a good dose by now. But like ev- like you said, the gas is just, just really heavy. Yeah. at the bottom, this very orange looking gas. Yeah, it's just a fog machine. And uh, the brother figures out a way to shut it down. And so Tris ends up using the drones and saving the day. In the, the whole part from Tris getting outfitted with this weaponry, which we know that she's able to fight from the previous one. So we, it's not like, oh, she just turned into a fighter. Um, but there's this one particular scene where she and her sidekick, uh, which is one of the girls from the previous movies. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. Oh, uh, Christina and Zoe Kravitz plays. Um, her so it's uh, Christina and Tris are going to save four and you know there's this whole kind of like lead up towards mm-hmm. this very end scene and the gas is being released and they're using this advanced weaponry to battle all of these people who are guarding uh, mm-hmm. you know the, the leader Evelyn and all this stuff um, when they come around the corner in this final charge scene I was like it was laughable it was, it was I ridiculous. didn't I didn't want it to be laughable because I love strong female characters but there was just something so put on about it. Yeah, it just felt so fake. You've got these people like running around a corner at full speed, but then it they slow like the Halloween. camera down. It, it felt did. like they're wearing costumes, and you know, and it, Tris is pointing her weapon kind of even up into the right. Yeah, like it doesn't even look like she's pointing straight down. Like, yeah, uh, Christina is doing a great job. Um, <laughs> so that was that was laughable, but just from the moment that Tris is kind of outfitted with this stuff, and then she's the one that goes and uses this technology to find how to shut down the ventilation system or the you know the whole system and they're shooting through walls and thankfully that they'd showed us that these weapons were able to be shot through walls before so it's mm-hmm. not like that was a stretch because we'd seen it happen before which was nice but the whole time that she's going down david is projecting himself on you know images uh, on the wall saying i have control of this entire city like i'm going to shut this door now and you can't you can't mm-hmm. get to where you're going. Door shuts. Oh, you can still get there through. There's a uh, there's a ladder, and so she goes to the ladder, and then he shuts that one down, and finally she just uses you know to shoot through the wall. The drones show her how to shoot through the wall. Um, when she does that, the final nail in the coffin was David's reaction when she shoots, <laughs> which is over the top here's, surprise. Here's how to describe. I've His been bested. visual reaction. Just look kind of blankly forward right now. And then sort of like let your jaw just slightly gape open. And then breathe in like this. That was basically the acting yeah. moment. It where was so ridiculous. The bad guy is it. visually reacting to the fact that the city is not going that to be losing its memory. I, I also think the, the movie it unintentionally draws draws attention to one of its biggest flaws, which is the technology is so great, this could have never happened. They they couldn't have lost. David yeah. could not have lost. Right. The only reason David lost is because he's a complete idiot, and nobody in that much control, I think, would... Be an idiot. Be that much complete of an idiot, because, like, over and over, like, for instance, they're talking, you know, they're working on, you know, solving this problem, and he, and he says, cut their, uh, cut their communication, and their communication. Why cut. was their communication on? Why did it come back on? What? Well, why was it on in the first place? I'm saying if you're David, you just act in that moment. And why don't you have control of Triss's drones? 
aren't they connected exactly. to the system in some way? Mm -hmm. Like if your technology is that omniscient, you're fine. You are going to win. There's nothing they can do to, to keep you from gassing everybody. And it's, yet somehow they do. It's not possible for David to have failed. Exactly. You're right. And, and it's even indicated by the people who work with him at O'Hare who end up helping out our main characters, the ones that are kind of like throwing shady looks. Mm -hmm. They both say you don't know how powerful he is. You don't know what he's capable of. Right. But what we're seeing in the movie is that he's really kind of a laughable bad guy. Yeah. So it doesn't really stand up there. The final scene of this movie is uh, our heroes who have survived climbing to the top of the tower and projected across the city is a message from Triss to the survivors and to the people uh, saying, this is our home. This is our city. Uh, you guys have been able to see us. Now we're going to see you. And they send the helicopter uh, to go back through the wall and with explosives. And it blows a hole into uh, the the camouflaged wall that separates them from it's a secondary wall yeah there's actually two walls yeah there's the physical wall and then there's this wall that is generated by these like globe computers that generate you know it's total some sort of you're completely under camouflage you yeah. can't actually see some sort of cloaking yeah globe. cloaking device type yeah. of a thing and they blow a hole in the cloaking device so you can see from the top of the towers of chicago you can see where their place is in o'hare it doesn't mean that they have the technology to see into where o'hare and what's going on there but they can physically see each other mm -hmm. so the feel is that now we're going to have the people of chicago uniting because they are going to be against the people of o'hare to survive and to have the right to live as damaged unpure population one thing the movie never touched on that is just now popping in my brain. It does this thing where it's like they're superstars because everybody knows them because everybody can see. How does everybody else see what's going on in Chicago? We saw the surveillance, like how that happens. So surveillance pods. The surveillance mm -hmm. pods. But is there is there a TV show? Like it is seemed there, like it, didn't it? That right? everyone like, knew who they were. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like Hunger Gamesy in that way where it was like, oh, everybody's been following you. Why do they want children? You. Yeah, that and, was never addressed. And, yeah, correct. And it was never addressed how Triss's mom was an important role. Either they just they mentioned a lot, like I, like we said in the show proper, a lot of new things are brought up in this movie, and the, you get the feel that it's it's guiding you into the next two books or two films that are going to be the final, you know, kind of uh -huh. how the story comes to a conclusion. Uh, I will see the fourth one if there is one, just because I'm curious if it's going to get better or worse. Uh -huh. But I fear at this point that they've lost a huge portion of their audience after yeah. this one. I know my husband, for example, loved the movies. He's like, this is fun. This is a fun world. And he was really disappointed with this movie. Yeah. This one really like turned because him off. Because it's boring. It's really boring. It's bad. It's so. really boring. It really, truly is. There's beautiful people to look at. I mean, they've got, <laughs> they've got a beautiful cast of characters that are going to be you know taking their clothes all the tweens. off taking their clothes off and getting you know sterilized and so hey you and know, there's, there's a, that and there's really interesting uh technology to consider and there's just you know, there's interesting things that are happening but none of it goes together enough to really carry it on so yeah. i if i was going to rank this one i think it'd be like a d minus to enough for me i don't know i gave it, it a d done. did you give it a d i gave it a straight d yep there's just enough to like about this world that i couldn't couldn't give it an f or a d minus but Thanks for listening to our spoiler episode, uh, spoiling Allegiant, not the airlines, but <laughs> but the Divergent series. I think they did a good enough job spoiling it themselves. <laughs> so we're <laughs> just, we're really just here to bury the already spoiled. If you'd like to join us for the live taping of Sift Pop proper, 
Uh, join us on Mixler every Friday at noon central. Uh, noon central. That's I almost correct. said noon central central time. <laughs> <laughs> noon central central, central time. time. <laughs> That's cool. Mixler, M-I-X-L-R slash shoe the dough because Sif Pop is part of the shoe the dough podcast network. And thanks for checking out this bonus episode. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.